Magic Conj, will I ever get to meet Tom Kenny? Maybe someday. Oh, so you're saying there's a chance. Okay, okay. Should I tell fans of the show how they can support us? Yes. Goofy Goobers, supporting the show is shockingly easier than catching a blue jellyfish. Right from our Anchor page, anchor.fm slash spongepod, you can find links to all of our social media and a support button if you happen to have a few extra clams. Also follow us on mixer.com slash squarecast, where it's not only the official home to our sister show, Video Bob Game Pants, it's also where I stream live drawings of various Nickelodeon characters and host the opportunity for commissions and giveaways. Lastly, the official merchandise store is now open at redbubble.com slash people slash spongepod, where various designs will be uploaded inspired by our show, including our official logo, which is now available on a multitude of products like t-shirts, stickers, duvet covers, and even a shower curtain. This is a podcast by a fan for fans and will always be fan-driven. Any way you see fit on supporting our show is much appreciated. Thank you and enjoy. Ahoy, mateys, and welcome to another episode of I'm Ready, a SpongePod Squarecast. I'm Captain Eric, and we are going to continue barreling through season one. I, man, there's a fine line between... um, charming and annoying and i am trying to find it here because <laughs> every time i do the intro it's like uh you guys will never hear the uh the, the bad takes as i take them but then i'm like there's a level of whimsy i have to keep up here it's sponge pop it's sponge bob this is sponge pod welcome to i'm ready a sponge pod square cast uh as i said captain eric and we're uh we're moving forward through season one right now we are on um we're still on episode five, the second segment here called Home Sweet Pineapple. Um, I believe I mentioned in a previous episode, because I think I'm caught up. Um, hey, look, pulling the curtain back here a little bit, uh, or, um, you know, pulling the mast back, nautical terms. Um, a few episodes I record out of order, um, depending on a guest I'm having. I kind of give them the ability to pick an episode. I don't really force one onto them, unless... The point is to specifically throw an episode on them. That's the only time they don't get a chance to choose. Um, so, so yeah, a few of my episodes have been uh, recorded out of order. And then when I come back home, I will go, okay, what episodes am I going to record in between? That kind of gets up to those moments. Um, so I think I have mentioned already, if you're following along in episode chronologically, that for any episodes that just have myself, we're changing up the format just a tad. Um, instead of talking about the episode upcoming uh, and then playing the episode is is like it's over a commentary track, I, I just feel like it's a lot of myself um, and, and might as well, I think, less is good in that manner. And, and hopefully not in the way of like, I just, you're thinking like, I don't want to hear his voice that often. Um, the way I'm thinking it is, why waste all that time? I mean, there's a, you know, 12 minute, epi- 10 minute episode, you know, that you can, we, I, we can talk over, um, about stuff we like and whatnot. Uh, when I have a guest, that'll, that'll be the talk about the episode, talk about them, talk about me, watch it and then record, you know, what they liked about it. Um, you know, because a lot of these episodes, you know, everyone I'm showing either has never seen SpongeBob or has not seen them in years, especially season one, which uh, I, I haven't had cable in five years coming up. 
so I don't know how often the season one episodes get played on television, but I, I can't imagine it's a lot. Um, so before I get into really talking about this episode, um, I do want to say it is Home Sweet Pineapple. First debuted August 14th, 1999 in the United States. Um, its sister episode is Pizza Delivery, and uh, one of the fan favorites of all time. Um, it was written by Ennio Torreson Jr., Eric Weiss or Wise. One of those is right. I'm going 50-50 on it. And then Doug Lawrence, of course, Mr. Lawrence there. Such a legend. Hope to meet him one day. Um, yeah, so before we get on to the episode, at some point this year, it is it is 2020. I'm not recording this in 2019. Uh, I, I did want to just kind of throw this out there. There is going to be a live recording of I'm Ready, a SpongePod Squarecast. It's going to be later in the year. I don't have an exact date in mind but I know the month, um, and it's going to coincide with uh, an art show I'm going to be putting on with um, for myself and a few other local artists, um, which I'm doing for my birthday this year. Uh, I'm also going to try to do uh, a, a some sort of birthday uh, live stream of some sort uh, for myself, just to do it. I, even if one person watches, that's fantastic. That's, that's over the moon. Even if no one watches, I, I'm going to try to have fun for myself. Um, and we're, we're pretty much quickly coming up towards our first episode of uh, Video Bob Game Pants, which uh, I've, I've been talking about. Um, and for those that don't know, it is going to go in order of, of like when the games were released compared to when episodes were. So I'm just pulling up my episode list here, and um, we're, we're about halfway there. I, I've made about half the episodes. I have another half, and then boom, Nicktoons Racing is going to be coming out. Uh, so once again, once once there's a date for that set, I will be promoting the 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 sponge out of that. Anyway, uh, we're gonna get started with the episode here. If uh, this is your first time joining us, welcome. Um, what we do is is talk about uh, specific SpongeBob episodes in order um, and and kind of over the episode itself, like a pseudo commentary track, commentary track, if you will. Um, so you can join me and watch along Home Sweet Pineapple uh, by a few different means, and I mention this all the time. I feel the need to have to. Um, if you have the Season 1 DVD, it's on there, the complete first season, uh, the first 100 episodes. Let me see if there's a few other DVDs you might own, you might have lying around the house, uh, some of these episodes. Okay, um... The Complete First Season, Triple Pack Number 4, Big Hits Volume 2, um, SpongeBob SquarePants Volume 1, which I believe is on iTunes, uh, iSponge Offer Pack, uh, Beware the Hooks Laugh Pack from the Beginning, Part 1, the Season 1, Volume 1, and the first and second seasons, the Movies and TV Collection. Uh, apparently it's on the best 200 episodes ever, the first 100 episodes, and the Tea at the Tree Dome DVDs, along with apparently it's been it's been released on video now. Man, I don't know if anyone, if you're younger, if you're about my age, if you're about, uh, look, I'm turning 30 this year, goodness, uh, you might remember video now. If you don't, this is like right before smartphones were playing video i think it was even before smartphones even before the, the first like full screen iphone that was playing video um they would sell these devices to kids that were basically mini portable dvd players um and there was even a, a 
kind of a pseudo, like, I don't want to say sister because it was made by a different company, but Nintendo themselves had, had the Game Boy video series that also had SpongeBob on it as well. I just don't think this episode was released on that, or, or I would watch it on that instead of Amazon. But also, if you do have Amazon Prime, you do get the complete first season for free, so you can watch along. That's how I will be watching it, and I will be starting it right at the beginning of the title card, right now. And you'll get a little bit of the music so you can sync up. There we go. And then we're going to turn that down because we don't want to get in trouble by Nickelodeon. Uh, so we mentioned the writers there. This... Um, I, I, all episodes are important. I think this episode specifically is important because it kind of makes the pineapple kind of a character in a way. You, you know, um, I I don't want to tell anybody how they felt, but when I was a kid watching these live, this was an episode that I really fell in love with SpongeBob's pineapple. I liked it. As a kid, you go like, oh, lives in a pineapple under the sea. It's a part of him. But then this is the episode that really got it. Um, so we have the nematodes here who are just eating everything, uh, the undersea floor. Uh, darn nematodes. This is, <laughs> so we have the shrinking, um, this, the shrinking pirate chest. Super weird that everything inside of the house is shrinking <laughs> before uh before the house I, I love this we we're finally huge apparently he's talked about becoming huge before with Gary um this episode is the first to have the title card written in a hand handwritten font um I honestly never knew that until right now I never thought about it uh so the home sweet part is is handwritten um boy uh, so during this part where everything is being sped up, he is actually saying, and the walls are closing in on me, Squidward. Gary is terrified too. I don't know if anybody else knew that. Um, you know what? Let's learn about nematodes for a second because I, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I will not question, uh, uh, Steven Hillenberg. Let's see. What are nematodes? Often referred to as roundworms, nematodes are not closely related to true worms. They are uh, molecular insects with smooth, unsegmented bodies. The nematode species that feed on plants are so tiny that you need a microscope to see them. For anyone who doesn't know anything about roundworms, oh boy, you're opening up a whole can of nematodes on that one. Um, we're going to learn a little bit here. Yeah, your house is gone, SpongeBob. I'm surprised a pineapple was able to able to last that long. Um, let's see. Taxonomically, they are classified along with insects and other molting animals in the. <laughs> I am not saying that. Unlike flatworms, have tubular digestive systems with openings at both ends. Nematode species can be difficult to distinguish from one another. Uh, consequently, estimates of the number of nematode species described to date vary by author and may change rapidly over time. A 2013 survey of animal biodiversity published in the mega-journal Zootaxa puts the figure at over 25,000 species of nematodes. What? Okay, enough with that. 
That's scary. So here we, uh, apparently, <laughs> I love this. I always love this joke. This, it's so silly. You can only do it in a cartoon. I, I don't know if SpongeBob knows anything about plumbing or contracting. I don't know why. It, like, I want to see the underwater contractor. And then, of course, Patrick <laughs> moving the workbench every few feet to get hit by a piece of wood. And I got to say, I'm still really impressed that they were able to uh, to make a model, <laughs> a perfect model of his house. Um, um, it is shown that Patrick has a hole in the home under the rock in the beginning of the episode, as do future episodes. But when SpongeBob spends the night, it is shown that under the rock is just leveled ground and Patrick uses the rock as a blanket. Um, that is, I, I noticed that as a kid because, um, and I'm not, I'm not saying this when the, when it first aired, but I think maybe the later airings in this moment, uh, cause you would see a little bit of Patrick's house on the inside, um, and it's like one chair or bed or television and then it would fall into it. But then here it's just flat land. Just laying under a rock. <laughs> if anyone has ever been at a sleepover and finds out that their friend uh, snores really loudly, you can you can um, you can understand what SpongeBob's going through. I've had a few of those. I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus, uh, only because I've heard I snore. There's an interesting fact for you: uh, the amount of drool. That is coming out of Patrick's mouth. There is is insane. Uh, and as we see, SpongeBob actually um, starting to get a good night's sleep. I would imagine. Uh, let's see. There's a few bit of errors. When SpongeBob is shivering, the red line under his mouth is gone for a split second. Uh, you mean his chin? Come on now. Look at that. Keeping sand as a blanket. Uh, if anyone has ever been on the beach and uh, covered their body up, you know how that feels. But sand at night is super cold, so. That's disgusting. Just being covered with Patrick's drool like that. You know, I, I feel like SpongeBob, it, it, it kind of goes back to the flat thing, like laying outside of the rock. He, he's had to have gone inside Patrick's house at some point. And he seems pretty happy with just the sand. He could just move away from the rock. Or, you know, he could move closer to the rock if that was kind of comfy. I don't know. I'm questioning SpongeBob uh, in this in this moment. This is the first episode to use the APM track, Unpreventable, in case you uh, wanted to know about that. Um, and, of course, we find out of uh, Patrick's apparent arachnophobia. I know that there are sea spiders. Let's look that up, too. Um, 
to open up about myself a little bit more, here's a fact. The sea spider. Uh, I have arachnophobia myself, but it's very specific. Um, and I'm putting this out there, trust me, is a, is a big disservice to myself. Um, I obviously don't want to be around any spider, like a house spider. But if I see one, I'm not going to run out of the room and freak out. Uh, I just don't like tarantulas, specifically. Um, and that is a whole can of worms to open up. Uh, but sea spiders. I think I just <laughs> goes in a squirter's house. Yeah, I like sleepovers. There we go. That's one of my. That's my favorite line of this this movie. Just his cadence, the way he says it, is super childish. I love it. Um, and that would be something I would repeat. And of course, classic meme here: eyes open, Squidward. Come on, Squidward. You don't have a, a spare bedroom. And we actually don't get to see where SpongeBob stayed the night. But of course, Squidward is absolutely ready to. We don't. I, does he know that SpongeBob's leaving today? I mean, apparently he does. But how did he know? Um. So a little, little trivia about this part. Uh, the the hat that SpongeBob is wearing is the same cap that he wore. Um when Steven Hillenburg drew him as Sponge Boy. Um, so for those that don't know, that was the original name of SpongeBob, and he was meant more to be uh, a kid. And then at some point, when he got the job at the Krusty Krab, he always had the Krusty Krab hat on. So it was like, he kept that on all the time. He was always supposed to wear that. Um, and, and then, of course, his designs grew. The hat was just taken away completely. Uh, but there are some pictures of him originally that have uh, just have that that hat on. I don't remember if it's actually green. I don't want to say that. Um, but uh, there are sea spiders out there. Uh, although sea spiders, I'll just read this. Although sea spiders are not true spiders or even arachnids, their traditional classification would place them closer to true spiders than other known arthropod groups such as insects or crustaceans. This is in dispute, however, as genetic evidence suggests that they may be the sister group to all other living arthropods. So that's where Patrick's fear comes from. So it's not that crazy. SpongeBob's parents here. And of course, I guess they were taking him home. I don't know how far they live. I don't know if they've ever they're really. Um... There's probably an episode I haven't seen. I, I will say to any any uh, uh, Sponge fans out there also, a lot of the newer episodes I've missed on because I've mentioned I don't have cable and just catching up on things is a lot easier. This is kind of, That was kind of the reason to, to do this podcast for myself too is that eventually I'd get to episodes I would have never watched and then I'd, I'd have to pay attention, uh, pay attention to them. But we got the pineapple back. Um this episode hints at SpongeBob and Patrick's awareness of their annoyance towards Squidward as Patrick says, is it time to, is it time already to ruin Squid's day? Uh, this is the first episode in which Patrick cries. Um, of course, we mentioned the meme there. Uh, when SpongeBob and Patrick are fighting over the, who has the rock, Gary, who is on top of the rock, disappears. It's possible he went down when SpongeBob and Patrick kept fighting over the rock. Um, and yeah, that was a uh, home sweet pineapple. Uh, a very stock episode uh, of SpongeBob. Nothing really groundbreaking, too important. 
Um, but just like I said in the beginning, brought a lot more importance to SpongeBob's pineapple than we have ever had up to this point, and and just made you really care for the thing as if it was an, another character of the show. And it really is. I mean, the entire town of Bikini Bottom is a character in and of itself. Um, but specifically at Pineapple, super iconic. Um, I want to give another shout out to the encyclopedia SpongeBobia for helping out in this episode. And um, I want to thank all of you for joining along with me. Uh, if you have any uh, questions, comments, you can follow the show at at uh, if you follow us on Instagram, it's at SpongeBob Podcast. One word, boom, there you go. Uh, we are on Twitter as well, uh, but unfortunately, we don't really post on Twitter. Um, but if that's something you would like changed, if you use Twitter a lot, then then shoot, shoot us a message. We're on Facebook, Instagram. Find us there. Leave us comments. Tell us what else you would like to see in the show. Uh, constructive criticisms, um, positive criticisms, whatever you want. Um, just find us there. So uh, I will be signing off right now. We'll see you next time, guys. I'm ready!